The Pearls of Excellence, a series produced by the Foundation for Excellence in Women's Health in collaboration with the SASCOG, the Society of Academic Specialists in General Obstetrics and Gynecology. Today's pearl is entitled Severe Postpartum Endometritis, authored by Dr. Tamur Chaudhry, under mentorship by Dr. Lisa Keeter, and edited by Dr. Peter Schnatz. Patients with postpartum endometritis who have failed initial broad-spectrum antibiotic therapy, including persistent temperatures over 38 degrees Celsius after 48 hours, or who are critically ill, have severe postpartum endometritis. In these cases, further workup to confirm the diagnosis is warranted, while more intensive therapy is initiated. General risk factors for infection include obesity, diabetes, smoking, and immunosuppression. Risk factors specific to obstetrics are group B streptococcus carrier status, presence of sexually transmitted infections, chorioamnionitis, prolonged rupture of membranes, multiple cervical exams, operative vaginal delivery, and cesarean delivery. Retained products of conception or retained circlage could also serve as a nidus for persistent infection. After vaginal delivery, particularly an operative delivery, an infected vulvar hematoma should be considered. After cesarean section, an infected hematoma, pelvic abscess, or injury to visceral structures such as bowel or bladder is possible. These etiologies can be evaluated via CT scan of the abdomen and pelvis. Patients should also be evaluated for other infectious or inflammatory etiologies, including pyelonephritis, appendicitis, pancreatitis, or cholecystitis. Atypical organisms such as mycoplasma, ureaplasma, herpes simplex virus, and clostridium perfrigens should be considered in patients with severe or resistant endometritis. Also, if the clinical picture improves but fever persists, septic pelvic thrombophlebitis should be considered. Consultation with an infectious disease specialist may be valuable in refractory fever. As the diagnosis is being reevaluated, the patient should be continued on broad spectrum antibiotics with polymicrobial coverage. If septis is diagnosed, it should be managed according to established rapid response protocols that include blood and urine cultures, lactate levels, and early fluid resuscitation. Escalation of care to an ICU may be indicated. Consideration should be given to performing a postpartum DNC if products of conception are suspected or if the patient's condition is not improving. In rare cases, the uterine infection may not respond to medical management and the patient is at an increased risk for severe maternal morbidity or mortality due to peritonitis, severe sepsis, and septic shock. This is most often due to endomyometritis, myonecrosis, or secondary to an intra-abdominal abscess. If absence is identified, drainage by surgical exploration or interventional radiology may be appropriate. Lack of response may lead to further surgical intervention, including a laparotomy with washout or occasionally a hysterectomy. An important organism to consider is group A streptococcus, or GAS, or streptococcus pyogenes. This is a viral organism that produces exotoxin and can result in rapid development of a high fever, invasive disease with tissue necrosis, and maternal death. 
GAS typically presents with abdominal pain, fever, tachycardia, and sometimes hypotension. The latter finding is consistent with toxic shock syndrome, which carries significant mortality. GAS is also implicated in the rare but life-threatening development of necrotizing fasciitis. This may result as a complication of severe endometritis. A high index of suspicion, aggressive medical and surgical debridement, and source control may avoid catastrophic outcomes. Be sure to visit our website for the full version of this pearl and to follow up with suggested further readings and references. You should also review the important notices on use and reliance on our pearls articles. Visit us at excellence.org. This article is protected under copyright laws of the United States. No redistribution is authorized without the expressed written consent of the Foundation for Excellence in Women's Health.